Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 59 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron. I am so glad that you're here with me. I'm recording this on August 31st, 2017. And today I have an interview with Amy Bernhard, who is so cool. Uh, I ran into her writing um, in an essay in Hazlitt, and it's about cowgirl boots and uh, the politics and feeling and meaning and history behind them, and how Amy was learning about them. And I just fell in love with her voice. And I think that's one of the things I love best about this show is that I can fall in love with the voice and reach out to the person and say, hey, do you want to talk about writing? Like, what is better than that? Um, So Amy is awesome. You're going to love her. She's definitely one of those people that if I lived in her town, I would insist in a very, very non- creepy non-stalker way that we would be friends and we'd hang out for coffee. Um, but as it is, it was just so fun to hang out with her on this show. So enjoy that. Um, my update this week, I kicked ass on a 6,000 word essay, um, for the Patreon for the collection of essays that I'm working on. And it is possibly the best essay I might've ever written. I think, um, I'm really proud of it. I, I, I'm often a lot more confident in my essay writing than I am in my fiction. And I don't know what that's about. Um, maybe it's because it's, I'm not creating it whole cloth fiction. You're creating everything. Every word is an invention. Uh, when you're writing an essay, you are juxtaposing your personal interior knowledge and thought processes with the external world in which you live and move. And um, the way that I folded this essay together about the eclipse, about going to see the eclipse in Casper, um, and about being out of our orbits, as can happen um, in all areas of life. Uh, It was just a joy to write, and I'm so, so happy with it. And I'm sending that out today, today or tomorrow, something like that. So if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you. You will get this. Um, and oh, while I'm on the topic, let me thank new patrons because you guys are amazing and you just, um, make everything wonderful. So thank you so much to Patty Sujimoto and Jennifer Radins or Radins. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, Lori Corman, Tawny Ashley, you little devil. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Thank you. Wendy Hartley and Rachel Mitchell. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, guys. Thank you for everyone who supports me. It means the world to me. I've told you up and down about it. Uh, It's just everything. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm also writing an article right now that's contracted um, on what we leave behind as people who make things. And, um, I was working on that today. I should have it done tomorrow. It's a shorter piece, just 1200 words. Um, but I wanted to kind of tell you guys about today, today, August 31st, 2017. Um, because I often think like I have a pretty freaking 
awesome life. I really love it. I worked my ass off. You guys know that uh, for many years to get where I am today, a full-time writer and instructor. And um, there's there's this feeling I have that every day should be the perfect day, should be the perfect writing day. But days are so different. We have different errands. We have different obligations. We have to go grocery shopping. We have to do X. We have to go to the doctor. We have to take the dog to the vet to the tune of $825. Um, but today has turned out to be one of the days, the perfect days. Like if I scripted a perfect writing day, this would be it for me. So I just kind of wanted to break it down for you because God knows I love to live vicariously through other people's perfect days as well. So if this annoys you, just skip forward to the, <laughs> to the interview, which is awesome. But, um, but I just kind of want to revel in it, kind of roll around in it for a minute. So I woke up really early. I accidentally woke up at, oh, I didn't accidentally wake up at 6 a.m. Um, they were doing some construction in the school near our house. And I was so annoyed and I slammed the window shut and I got back into bed and I was going to try to go back to sleep. And then I thought, no, why? It's 6 a.m. Let's get up and do some work. So I got up and I recorded the audio version of the Patreon essay, um, which will also be released today. Uh, I don't do an audio version for all the essays, but I would like to eventually. I have them up there for most of them. And it was great because nobody was up. All the animals were still asleep too. I only had to deal with my own rumbling belly, which um, made it onto the recording sometimes. I had to edit that out. Uh, so that was fun. Then I did yoga, um, which I tried to do every day. I had I did my meditation, which I don't always do every day, but I try to. Um, I had my breakfast. I uh, checked my email and then I packed my stuff up. I was going to try to write the article on what we leave behind here at home. Um, but today my brain just wasn't feeling it. I couldn't make new words in my house. So I packed up my bag and I went to Mills College to the library, which is just my heaven place uh, because it's free. I paid them 50 grand to get my master's there. And now I go use the library way more than I ever did as an undergrad. Like, which was, I mean, I was never there as an undergrad, so I never used it then. But I didn't use it in my master's either. I managed to stay away from the library. Um, and now I know how awesome it is there. So I wrote the essay there, the first draft. And it was just such a perfect day outside. It is sunny and warm, but there's this cool breeze. And there's just this this tinge and this smell in the air, like, like fall might someday come. In the Bay Area here, we often have that um, late summer. So sometimes September, October is some of our hottest weather. So we may still be in for it. Um, but today there was the pr this promise in the air and th that dusty smell of the sycamore leaves. Um, just as they're turning, Mills is uh, full of sycamores and eucalyptus. And the smell there is just always fantastic. Um, mixed with the East Oakland smell of burnt breaks. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's a bad smell and a good smell and a heady smell. I love it. Uh, so I wrote... I then came home, I took the dogs out for a walk where I saw a man washing his ladder, and now I'm concerned that my ladders are too dirty. Um, but I had my lunch, which was a perfect Havarti tomato avocado sandwich with lemon juice, and then I laid down and I took a little rest. I didn't quite nap, um, but I did close my eyes for a little bit, and then I got up to record the interview with Amy, and after I record this intro, I will then um, finish editing the Patreon audio and sending out the essay, and then I'm done for the day. I don't even know if I'll get this um, podcast up today because I've already worked like almost nine hours today, and that's not including the breaks. So I'm, I'm about 
I'm about toast. Um, but this is the, this is, this is, I'm so privileged. I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful. Uh, last night, a friend of mine, Shannon said, uh, we were at a, uh, reading and my friend Shannon said, you know, you're living the dream. And I said, yes, I know. And I do not ever, ever take it for granted. I never take a moment for granted a year, you know, whatever it is, a little bit more than a year and a half now, I think I've been full time and, um, I don't take it for granted at all. And I really appreciate the extra super duper perfect today. So I hope I haven't made your teeth hurt. I really didn't mean to, but, um, it's really cool and I'm, I'm grateful. So now let's hop into the interview because Amy is phenomenal. You're going to enjoy this so much. And, um, I hope that you get some really good writing done this week. Let me know how it's going and we'll talk soon. Hey, you're a writer. Did you know that I send out a free weekly email of writing encouragement? Go sign up for it at rachelherron.com slash write. And you'll also get my stop stalling and write PDF with helpful tips you can use today to get some of your own writing done. Okay, now on to the interview. Okay, well, I could not be more pleased today to welcome Amy Bernhard to the show. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Let me give you a little introduction. Uh, Amy is a writer whose essays appear in The Rumpus, Vice, uh, Redivider, Upstreet, The Toast, Ninth Letter, The Iowa Review, and The Colorado Review, among others. She presently teaches creative writing and literature at the University of Texas Arlington and the University of Iowa. She holds an MFA from the University of Iowa's nonfiction writing program, and her work has been awarded grants from the Kimmel Harding Nelson Center for the Arts and the Virginia, Virginia Center for the Arts. She's currently working on a book about the prison town of Huntsville, Texas, and the way I came to Amy was in this incredible essay, which I will link to in the show notes and which I like shared on all my social media um, about cowboy boots and their symbolism in terms of of femininity, feminism. That was in um, Hazlitt. Amy, can you tell us a little bit about that essay? Yes. Um, So I moved last year from Chicago out to Dallas and being in Texas, you see lots of women wearing cowgirl boots. And so you know, I had been thinking about getting a pair, but um, I wasn't totally sure if I felt comfortable. And so the essay is kind of me exploring my discomfort um, with the idea of wearing the boots. It's pretty much my ideal kind of essay. Very much close first person into your interior, but exploring a bigger idea. And as I shared in my email to you, I'm a big fan of cowboy boots. Big, yeah. big fan. <laughs> yes. Well, They're fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> do you have it? I can't remember from the essay. Do you, do you have a pair now? So I didn't get them, but I still I didn't think so. I know want them. You yeah. got to, girl. You got Haven't to. Haven't found the right pair. I will. Ariats, Ariats, like lariat without the L. Various. I'm writing it down. Incredibly comfortable. I've I've owned two pairs, and they're the kind of shoe you can put on and walk across New York. Like you just okay. That's great. Easy. That's what I want. <laughs> Writing it down. (laughs) Well, let me ask you a little bit about your writing process. Um, What is the best time of day for you to write and where do you write? Okay. Um, Kind of boring. I sort of toggle between, yeah, (laughs) Um, morning and afternoon. Typically, I can never write at night because my brain is just like done for the day. Um, Probably more so in the morning and I just stay home. I just stay in my office. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's so great. I'm always <laughs> jealous of people like that. I tried to do some writing this morning at home and I was like, no, nope, I got to get out. I got to go oh, to the library. Yeah, because then you at least get to be, <laughs> you get to be around people. That's like, true. Stuck in here in my pajamas <laughs> at like 4 p.m. Like, <laughs> I 
to put on clothes to leave the house, and that kind of sucked. That's (laughs) that's a good point. point. How do you celebrate when you finish any kind of project? Oh, my gosh. Um, Hmm. You know, I don't know if I celebrate that long. It kind of depends on the scope of the project. I guess if it's one essay, maybe I take, I don't know, a day or two off Mm -hmm. um, and read and just kind of chill, let my brain sort of uh, soften again. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something bigger, and I guess the most recent example of this, uh, when I finished my thesis for graduate school, a friend and I rented a beach house in, on uh, Rockaway Beach for, That's <laughs> for a couple of months. And we were like, we are not going to do any writing. Did we'll you say for nothing. a couple of months? Yeah. <gasps> That's awesome. It was, it was sort of impossible. We're both pretty type A. And so it was yeah. impossible for us to not write. Yeah, um, I couldn't do that so, either. Yeah, no, one day she turns to me and she's like, you know, I think we're really getting into it now. I think we're really starting to just relax. <laughs> Let's write now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Do you primarily write nonfiction then? Yeah, I do. Awesome. Oh, cool. Um, what is the absolute best or worst writing advice you've ever been given? Um, I think it's for some reason usually easier to talk about the worst. Yeah, I, <sighs> most people say that. Yeah, it's true. Is that true? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's this idea or something I hear a lot from people, writers, where you know, they'll talk about writing as if it's very difficult work. You know, it's laborious, it's hard, it's, I get to my desk and I'm just, it's awful, it's awful. <laughs> um, and I think if we're writers, we know that that's true. Writing is hard work. Um, but I'm a teacher and I think, you know, part of writing is is allowing yourself to access that playful side too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to allow yourself to be a little weird or maybe a little inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and so I try to push my students in that direction instead. Um, I think for me, some of the best art is really playful and sort of unapologetically ridiculous. And, um, I want my students to kind of access that side, um, you know, versus sitting down at their desk and kind of feeling like, oh, this is going to be awful. Right. It's funny that you say that. I was just um, wasting time on Twitter and I saw somebody on a mini trampoline, like, oh, yeah. like doing exercise. And then I ran down this weird rabbit hole of people say it actually is exercise to bounce on these little things. And they just look like they were having such a ball just jumping mm-hmm. around on these things. And number mm-hmm. one, I know I would kill myself on it. I would break like six pounds. <laughs> but, but number two, it did cross my mind. Like, I wish that there was a way for me to in writing to get on this mini trampoline and just do this like kid bouncing free, fun, weird, crazy kind of thing. So I, I love that. Is there, is there a way that you know to push your students into doing that? I mean, I think we do a lot of, um, just kind of like generative exercises. Mm -hmm. I know for me, sometimes it just means that I need to actually get away from writing and maybe I'll like draw a little bit. Um, you know, read something out loud, listen to something funny, just anything to kind of loosen up my spirit can yeah. really help. That's yeah. Excellent advice. More advice. Can you share a craft tip of any sort? Craft tips. Um, hmm. Well, you know, pe- my students primarily ask me like where I get my ideas or how you mm-hmm. generate ideas. Um, and I think for me, and especially writing nonfiction, it comes from going to spaces where I feel a little bit uncomfortable um, or a little bit of outsiderness in some way. Um, 
not only because I think it creates a deeper sense of interiority, right? For the writer, um, it gives you something to interrogate. It gives you something to push against. Um, but I think it forces your eye to just see detail differently, um, to notice things that you wouldn't notice, um, to hear dialogue in new ways. So I think, yeah, going somewhere that makes you a little uncomfortable within reason. <laughs> you know, I always say like... <laughs> <laughs> be careful um don't get into trouble but <laughs> I, I still not i still regret not going to the harley davidson sunny barger birthday party that i was invited oh, to when i was like 24 years Ooh. old like and i remember calling my mom and saying like i'm really gonna regret saying no to that party and she's like no no you're not you're alive no but go. i still i yeah. still regret not going so when you go out there and you're exploring as an essayist um how are you retaining the information that you run into are you are you taking notes while you're there do you take notes as soon yeah. as you get home you journal both um I take notes when I'm there so I kind of I kind of do it in two ways I take notes on just what I see what's going on what I hear um but then when I get home I journal and that's where I'm reflecting on how I felt about the experience kind of where I was emotionally intellectually so perfect fantastic um when you have self-doubt or dark days about the whole writing as a <laughs> job how do you deal with that uh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love this question <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a great one um so i think there are different stages for my self-doubt mm -hmm. um so when it first sets in i think letting myself kind of wallow a little bit is okay um, maybe I'll eat something great or like I'll go on a run or a walk, whatever. Um, definitely turn off the internet. That's where most of it comes from. Yeah, sure. Get Agreed. away from that. <laughs> Awful. Um, but then, you know, I usually try to talk to a friend, a writer friend who knows my work, uh, supports it, understands what I'm doing and can kind of reaffirm, you know, my vision that way. Um, but I, I do think the best thing to do is, also the hardest thing to do on those days, which is to just write. Uh, <laughs> I know it's, I'm a masochist. Um, it's true though. A few it's true sentences, though. Yeah. Or just a few sentences or like just allowing yourself to kind of, you know, think about something that you're working on because I think that's the act of persistence, right? Like that's half of what writing is, is just um, sitting down and doing it. So going back, reminding yourself that the shitty first draft is, Okay. Yep. I literally, I, I literally wrote an article today and I wrote on the top SFD. Okay. Cause I was just like, I didn't want to oh, do I it. Love that. I do it. I do it whenever I need, I'll put a post-it on my thing. I just need to, I, I, you know, 20 yeah. years in and I need, I still need to remember this SFD. Okay. I'm taking that. Good, good, good. Have it. <laughs> oh my gosh, on, on terrible days. If um, mm -hmm. someone told you you couldn't teach and you couldn't write, what other profession would you choose? crazy, improbable, whatever. Oh, hmm. <laughs> well, I, w I started out, uh, halfway through college, probably most of my life thinking I was going to do something with theater. Oh. Um, so it, yeah, yeah. Secret theater kid. Um, <laughs> they're not usually so, very secret about it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, um, I don't know. I guess the wild part of me would want to like write sketch comedy. Um, cool. be a comic writer. yeah. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, the more reasonable part of me would probably want to be a university counselor. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> then I think you're perfect as a teacher, too. Because <laughs> that's like half well, the has job. It has a lot of overlap, yeah. Yeah, so. plus sketch comedy. <laughs> right, yeah, that too. And I don't know, I like uh, jobs where, you know, it's a little bit different every day. Yeah, 
Yeah, totally. What yeah. is the best book that you've read recently and why did you love it? Okay. You know, I actually have it right here. <laughs> Great. Um, the Gray Bar Hotel. Never heard of it. Okay. So it's by Curtis Dawkins and it's a collection of short stories about life in prison. Ooh. Um, and it was actually, so Curtis Dawkins, he got his MFA in fiction writing. Um, and he's serving right now a life sentence for a drug related homicide. Wow. Yeah. So and he's... so he, yeah, he's writing these from uh, prison. Wow. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, you know, and they're, they're marketed as fiction. Of course, the nonfiction course. writer in me is like, mm. <laughs> well, um, they're so beautiful. And it's, I think for me, the best books are actually the books I don't plow through. I want to mm. just like savor it. And so I'll read one story and actually put it aside for a couple of weeks just because I want to chew on it. So, mm -hmm. and it's just interesting, you That's know, fantastic. how he was able to take this route. Yeah. I will have to pick that up. What would you like to plug right now or tell us about and secretly, not so secretly, I would love to hear more about this um, book you're writing about Huntsville, Texas. Oh, um, if you can, if you can't talk about it completely understood and respected. No, it's it's not that. It's still kind of in the early stages, so it's trying to figure out what it wants to be. Um, yeah. I can tell you that – so I got interested in Huntsville because my sister lives uh, down there right now. She's doing a PhD there in clinical psych, and so I started to visit her and got just really interested in how – this town is sort of functioning um, around the prison industry. Mm. So many people there are employed by the prisons, um, you know, and so I, I went on and have been going on uh, several trips out there doing interviews and things like that. So right now it's kind of a collection of like lots of interviews and there's personal essay yeah. mixed with research and it's kind of a hot mess. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that that will turn into a long form book project. So Awesome. Have you been inside the prison already? And and that's the thing. No. So they, they will not let me. They really? will not let me go in. Yeah, no. And so for me, though, it's it's more about the town itself. Yeah. Um, that's what's fascinating. Yeah. And how the prison industry is affecting the people who live there. Um, no, I had the mayor try to get me in. Like, it, they're not letting me in. Locked yeah. down. Locked down. down. <laughs> yes. Locked in. Never getting out. <laughs> well, where can we find you? Um, so yeah, you can visit my website. It's amybernhardwriter.com. Perfect. Are you Twitter, Facebook friendly? I am, or? I am Twitter friendly. I'm Facebook friendly. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is just Amy Bernhard. Okay. Perfect. Thank yeah. you so much for spending your time with us today. It's been Thank a true you. treat to talk to you. Thank you. This was really fun. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Amy. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. <laughs>